Hello everyone. Today we are doing something a bit different here. Um, yeah, because we had a lot of serious talk. I mean, uh, we talk about money, we talk about relationship, uh, how to lose fat uh, on, on the health side and so on. But I also want to do some uh, random talk about any subject that just uh, pops up or just uh, uh, yeah, just come to my mind because I, I really want to commit to be able to do daily videos and talking but uh, um, even though I, uh, I really try to do things that um, I want to talk about I, I still need to prepare some uh, some uh, yes yeah, the content I want to do and, and so on and how I want to present uh, you basically and so I, I want also to have some other type of content which more more relaxed more random basically <laughs> well i just uh, without preparation just improvisation like this well, i just talk about something that uh, any subject and so today uh, i want to talk about Roland Garros. if you didn't uh, already figure out uh, i'm french i'm uh, i'm living in france and so um, this week and the next week, I think this is Roland Garros. And so um, we can't, we cannot talk about Roland Garros without talking about Rafael Nadal. And um, and this this has become really a, a big story for me because I, I mean I I don't know the number exactly, but he's he has win. I think more than 10 Roland Garros. So, so for me, I literally spent more than a decade. I, I, I think, yeah, you, yeah. So I, I just saw him. I remember when I was, um, uh, yeah, in, in the end of my uh, teenage and so on. I just remember him each year winning, winning, winning. And that was really... I mean, I didn't know anything about tennis, even though I practice a bit. And still to this day, tennis is not something that I'm practicing uh, actually at all. But but still, there was something impressive about him. At the beginning, I didn't understand. I just saw him win and win again. But I think over the years, as he was building this habit, literally this habit of winning, his game become more and more fine-tuned to the point where it's, it's almost like a robot, but not necessarily a robot. It's, you can see in his eyes, in his focus, in, in the way he behaves in the... In the I don't know the world actually, uh, the course, no, uh, where, where they are playing basically, the way he behaves, the way he, his attitude and so on, you can, everything in what he does when he is in Roland Garros, because I don't see, uh, I don't watch tennis usually uh, on other uh, tournament and so on, so I can't really say about it, at Roland Garros, everything 
in him just tell me that he masters his game to the deepest level. There is no uncertainty. You can see in his eyes that he knows what he's doing and, and there is no question that he's gonna win. Maybe maybe not. Maybe like uh, I think it was two years ago, Novak Djokovic win. But when he entered uh, the, the ring, if I can say that, um, this is not an option for him in his mind. This is not something that he, he believes it will happen. For him, he's going to win. And I mean, this is really difficult to even understand for us that are not in his, in his, um, in his shoes. Because after winning so much time, I mean, the, the determination and the, the focus and the lack of uncertainty that he probably has is tremendous. And so, because I, I study a lot uh, mastery over the years, uh, I've, uh, because uh, uh, I want to become a, um, a, a pro athlete in golf and, and so on. So. I really dive deep into that and, and yeah, I, I never seen in any other sport someone that is actually so much that you, just by seeing him, you know he, ma he masters his game. You know he, you, he, you know he masters what he's doing to the deepest level. And, the only thing maybe I can relate to is um, from uh, some Eastern country where they are talking about the Zen and so on and how to to forgive about yourself, your ego and just being in the moment doing your things and and performing and and the fact that there is there is no separation between you and what you are doing and so for, for, for years, I, I understand that um, conceptually and so on, but that's really something else to seeing someone actually showing this trait, showing really what it means to master something. And uh, yeah, so I don't, I, I don't say that it inspired me, maybe, maybe it inspired me in some way. Uh, um, I don't know how I can translate that into golf because the the main difference when uh, you have uh, between golf and um, and tennis is basically tennis is it's a one to one uh, battle from two players and also the rhythm is much it's fast the, you with enough focus you can stay in the momentum in the flow state. Uh, really, uh, not not really easily, but easy, but more easily than you can in golf. Because in golf you have a lot of of period of pause where you can think and so on, and and those thoughts can can make you uh, can throw you out of your flow state. So I I don't know why why I'm so so impressed by, by what, what he is doing and the level of mastery he reached because 
there is no doubt, no doubt that other players are really good. And I mean, maybe on other type of, uh, of uh, playing field, is uh, not even at their level, but I, I don't know. There's something, something that, uh, that is really surprising. Because yeah, if if we talk about mastery, uh, let's have a bit of serious talk. <laughs> mastery, what it means to master something? First of all, you have the technical aspect of it. Of course, you need to learn the game. You need to learn the the rules and so on. Then you need to be able to practice to execute the the, the 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 movement the right way and so on, and so so there is a, a, a being right about that uh, that so you you need to learn you need to practice understand what are your mistakes what are what you are doing right what you are doing wrong and so on so this is a process that will take that take time and people are, there is this ten thousand hours rule that people are seeing that basically this is what you need to reach this level of world-class mastery. I don't know if 10,000 hours objectively is what it takes, but what I find with myself is reach, the more I'm reaching this point of 10,000 hours, the more my body starts to automate things. And maybe this is this is that. Maybe this is what uh, a, a mastery of the, the technical part uh, come. It's you need to put in the hours, and it doesn't matter how how long it takes. But you will need to, yeah, yeah. You need a, a certain amount of hours so your body. So, so it can part of your being the, to be to do the movement basically, and that's not very clear what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, uh, because you are generally extremely conscious about what you are doing at the beginning stage when you understand you okay I need to do that I need to do that but it takes time to really take the technique to your subconscious level, and so this is the first part uh, of the mastery. And uh, clearly, Rafael Nadal has uh, mastered it. We have no doubt about it. <laughs> and uh, as any pro athlete, generally speaking, that are on the highest level uh, in tennis or in any field, uh, in a, any um, sport uh, competition. But then there is an aspect which is about focus and concentration that I think makes a very big difference between being good and being great. And this is really what strikes me with Rafael Nadal. You have the master as any other player, the first part, technical part. But you reach a level in the second stage that I think really few players and in any sport has ever reached. 
and um, yeah that's that's really impressive because the focus the focus is really this moment where you are totally invested in what you are doing at the moment you are doing it and and being able to do that be, uh, and to stay in that state for an entire game and winning with, without ever deviating from, from from this focus i mean that's just insane and and rafael nadal really do that impressive uh, just incredibly well uh, and and this is the definition actually of being in a flow in a, in a flow state this is you you are reaching the the paroxysm i think we can do that you can say that the paroxysm of your concentration and you're just here doing things without questioning what you are doing and that, that's something i i really try uh, even when I, because i i don't consider myself that i still master the technical part i'm i'm close to it but i, I don't think i have mastered it but since the beginning there is something i i, I didn't understand about the the stage that come after the technical part which is you you better be wrong than to doubt yourself because if you doubt yourself you basically putting your sub your your conscious mind between what you are doing and your subconscious mind and so the doubt is you better off just trusting yourself removing any doubt whatever is going to happen and just trusting that your subconscious mind will take care of it and and, and yeah there is really really this aspect of concentration where you are focused and you are just forgetting about yourself and also this is this is more spiritual uh, this part this part of mastery is really spiritual because I would say it's not about forgetting about your ego, but it's forgetting about no, not no, your ego. It's uh, yeah. That, that's why that's why in the Japan uh, culture they they want you to to learn the Zen, the spiritual aspect through practice, like um, I, I did in the past, uh, Kyodo the throwing <laughs> arrow <laughs> i don't um yeah because when you reach a certain point in mastery this becomes no more about the the practice you're doing the the games the the, the sport it becomes a spiritual development uh yes a, a spiritual practice and at this point there is a lot of things that you understand and uh, I, I'm, I'm practicing meditation for now more than 10 years I think and so there is a lot of things that uh, that I have already understand understood uh, through those meditation and I think this is where most high level athletes uh, fail they become really good but they are lacking this part of mastery which can actually make them really great and um, and some of, some of them just touch it 
then they don't understand really why they are doing it. And so as long as it it's go on, they feel fine, they feel awesome, they are winning, they are performing extremely well. And when it stops, they don't understand why. And so and so they fell back into what they already did, which was working on their technique, working on their game, improving. And what they don't understand is they don't have to. What has bring them to this point is having mastering the technical part and just focusing on on what they are doing in the moment when they are doing it. And they have built this concentration this concentration aspect of mastery without realizing it. And when they are getting out of it, they think that the technical part is is, is the issue. But actually no. The issue is you've mastered a part of the game without being aware of it. And if you try to modify what allowed you to reach this level of mastery, uh, this is a house of cards. This is basically you, you are taking out, out everything you've built. And that's why I, I think the, those players that reach the highest level of this field and so on need to, to be aware of that stage, need to be aware of the fact that Technique is important until a certain point, and which you when you reach this certain point, you need to. This is something else that will actually bring your concentrate your level of performance to the next level, and and trying to change what make what bring you to this stage to to this second level of performance. It's just going to uh, to destroy everything you've built, uh, and, and you see that you you see. I mean, um, I, I'm taking the example of golf because this is the one I, I'm, I'm really uh, familiar to. But um, this is, for instance, Luke Donald. Luke Donald was a, 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 a number one in the world. I, I don't remember exactly when, but he, he, I think he during uh, 13, 15, 15, I mean, in between those years. So he was really great and so on, but the issue he has in his game, if issue there is when you are number one in the world, uh, was that it wasn't really uh, long in terms of distance. And so I think as long as everything was going well, he wasn't questioning himself, himself he was just doing things and so on. But, but of course, this is really, especially if you don't know that you have reached the second level of mastery, this is really difficult to, when things go wrong, to just say, no, I'm going to stick with what I know and just focus on on on, on really owning this, um, this stage of mastery, of focus and concentration. And because most of, the, of them don't know it exists, as I said. And so you fall back onto, onto what you know, which is modifying your technique, trying to improve and so on. But this is just a, the fine way to, to destroy. Uh, yeah, so so that's, that's really, 
And I, I don't know. I don't know if Rafael Nadal actually know what what he does. But I think that just that that cannot be a coincidence to have someone like him being so per, so good at what he does for that long. I don't think that's just a coincidence. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's it's also unaware of how how and why he is doing it. But I don't think so. I I think he understands that once you master your technique, you need to stick with it and focus on your mind, focus on your spirituality to reach deeper level of mastery. So yes, uh, that was a good round talk. Uh, also, as I'm uh, here uh, doing random stuff, um, I have uh, built a website where if you want to ask me questions about anything, if you think my opinion has any value to you, go ahead. Um, uh, I'm, I'm doing two forms. One form is uh, some Q&A where you send me questions and I will do uh, videos to answer them. Uh, and you will see the, how much I charge for it on, on the website. And then I have some other more serious package, if I can say. <laughs> if you don't want uh, to have to, if you want to have a talk with me, actually, so I, I do some private consulting with call where we will talk during 45 minutes and so on, or some more serious package, but. I mean, if you're interested, go go ahead and, and go look for, for that. The link is in the description. So, yeah, I think that's it for today. Uh, I'm really eager to... Uh, eager? I, I don't... Yes, impatient. I, I can say that. Uh, to see what will be the result of Rangaros um, this year. Probably Nadal is going to win once again, but at least we we're going to have some good uh, good match during this. Today actually we did have a good match. That was very interesting. I think yeah. So thanks you for watching. Subscribe, like the video, and see you next time.